0: don't want I don't want don't,
1: wanna, I don't wanna die, die. To for it. So welcome back guys to the tenth episode of Folks Cat this is your host Mirza and today I have over here is Jyoti Bish. She's a young dynamic girl and she is a, a social worker and she has worked for multiple NGOs. Why don't you introduce yourself, Jyoti?
0: Hi everyone. My name is Jody.
1: Let's dive into the topic. And uh, what is uh, like? Uh, how do you? What have you been advocating about global citizenship? What is it
0: exactly about? Okay, so uh, a lot of people know that uh, there are many organizations who are working towards uh, charity for girls, for women, etc. But global citizenship is the idea of helping each other without the concept of countries or without the concept of boundaries. It's like the world is your home and whatever you do, you do uh, in accordance to contributing towards uh, any one of the sustainable development goals. There are 17 sustainable development goals and they are common for all the countries. So there is no idea, there is no concept of division on the, base of, on the basis of country, but that you are a citizen of the world
1: okay uh, as you have mentioned that it is like every uh, every country has 17 sets of uh, accomplishment goals so what is the primary goal of goal of it like as you have said that you know to create a uh, like to avoid the boundaries what is the primary yeah. goal, goal in that
0: primary goal of this is sustainable development so what sustainable development means is actually uh, what we are consuming today what resources we are using today our future generations will also need it right so sustainable development refers to a development where you use the resources in such a way that they are not depleted for the generations to come
1: okay mm, okay thank you and uh, like, I would like to ask you how do you think global citizenship is going to create an impact to this world?
0: Okay, so as you know that we are working towards sustainable development so say for example we are having 17 sustainable development goals uh, one of them is gender equality other is education other is poverty like that and there are also for climate change there are also for uh, animals there are also for plants so if there is trade going on between countries say for example i am in india i need something from some other country so there is always one country needs to communicate with the other country because not one country has all the resources Mm -hmm. and all and every country needs education right so when you start contributing towards the sustainable development goals every country makes sure that in their own country, in their own uh, generation, there is some amount left for the future generations. And the amount that we are consuming, we are giving more amount back to the future generations. And also the trade between the countries and done is such a way that all the 17 goals are preserved. The countries develop in such a way that they are having gender equality, that they are having uh, no poverty, no hunger. And they're also catering to the needs of the animals and the climate change.
1: Okay, uh, is there a procedure, or uh, you can just directly get into global citizenship?
0: So basically, uh, many people start their own organizations. There was a girl in like in Africa uh, who wanted to, uh, like, contribute to girls' education. So she started something over the internet and asked just people to donate a single penny. So like this, she gained a lot of money and she donated all towards the education of girls in her community. So like these people do individual works, but if a person wants to join a, uh, a big organization, there are primarily two organizations. The first is a Global Citizen and the second is UN Volunteer
1: Program. UN
0: Volunteer, okay. So global, yeah, UN Volunteer Program. So in these both, you work as a volunteer. For these both organizations, and United Nations uh, hires around 2,000 volunteers per year, and Global Citizen organizes concerts for charity. And so, you can work with these organizations by filling out a form, and if they like your profile, they'll select you.
1: Oh, that's wonderful! So, uh, have you applied it for? Uh, have you applied for it?
0: Yes, I did. I applied for UN volunteer program. But uh, uh, since uh, projects do not come so uh, quick, so quickly so I have to be on the waiting list for now and they'll see my education, they'll see uh, my portfolio and then if I am suitable, they'll contact me.
1: Okay, so what is like the requirements for the uh, like portfolio or you just said education wise? Anybody can join like uh, you know if you're pursuing engineering you're posting your graduation can you still join up and you can work simultaneously
0: yes of course like i myself i am an engineering student in computer science so what they do is you have to fill out a profile it takes about 40 minutes to fill that and in that they ask you about everything about your education about your schooling everything and you know educated If you are under the age of 25 then you can only volunteer nationally but if you are above the age of 25 you can volunteer internationally so they will take you to different countries to volunteer them so uh, volunteer there say for example if you are good in English your background shows that you are proficient in English they will send you to some zone where they are not educated or they are not literate and ask you to teach them English ask you to communicate teach them communication skills like that
1: that's wonderful so uh is it like kind of an organization that is trying to help out people just to, uh, as you said the education part education is just a part of it to just create the sustainable goals to achieve it so uh, eradicate uh poverty and you know illiteracy from this nation that is the main goal of it
0: Yes, so uh, uh, not only these two, but all the 17 goals uh, that are there, they contribute to everything. Every project is aligned with at least one sustainable development goal. It can be either climate change, either uh, poverty, either your literacy, gender equality, anything.
1: Okay, so is it like an NGO or is it a different thing? Like you have worked for multiple NGOs, right? So that's why I'm asking that.
0: Yes. So, uh, when we talk about NGOs, there are many NGOs in different cities who work at local level. I, uh, the Global Citizen and United Volun- United Nations Volunteer Programme is an international program. They are international organizations, but uh, they take time to process your application. So instead, you can just uh, look over the internet and search for the NGOs in your own cities. You can go and okay. volunteer them, because, volunteer there because NGOs always require volunteers. So that's yeah. how I started volunteering, when I met NGOs and their owners, uh, I like five owners almost told me that they need volunteers who can teach something to them, there will be girls coming from different cities, poor cities for summer vacation or something like that, so okay. teach them English, teach them different skills that you have, so okay. it's, the volunteers are always required.
1: Okay, so which was your first NGO that you worked in and like at what age did you start working for NGOs? Or so like- my first
0: yeah. NGO, actually uh, when I was in school, I was uh, driven by what NGOs do. I wanted to uh, work in NGOs in my own, in my hometown in Lucknow but I never got a chance but in schools we just uh, used to hold Cards and all that, saying that save trees or save plants, something like that, like night little children. But when wow. I came to college, that's
1: <laughs> when I came to
0: college. So uh, there is an NGO just five minutes away from my college, and I never saw that NGO. That was an NGO inside the school. So when I joined ISEC, uh, ISEC, uh, my jo- job role was to go and. Uh, uh, ask NGOs if they're up for having volunteers from different countries. Okay. So one of them told us that in summer vacation, there will be girls coming from different parts of India, from the poorer uh, financial backgrounds. But they are not so proficient in English that international volunteers can come and teach them. So we need someone who can teach in Hindi or something like that. In the regional language. Yeah, yeah they can obviously understand computers if someone is teaching them in english mm-hmm. but someone to translate hindi into english and someone to teach them basic english so i started that was my first NGO so i asked her that i want i would like to volunteer so uh, a volunteer came from japan so i worked along with her she used to teach wow. them uh, computers and uh, i used to teach them around some english or just hang out with them talk about life and just motivate them to start going to school again because most of them were around 16 but only went till 3rd or 4th standard in school.
1: Okay. So you were just trying to motivate them and you were just trying to help out them every every aspect as you can.
0: Yes, whatever I had, whatever I thought. And uh, um, sometimes like when they were going back home, that they um, I'm a student right a pocket man yeah. get, I used to just uh, uh, bring them snacks at the last day for them such a wonderful and, thing thank yeah. you and uh, yeah I tried my best to do anything and out of uh, 25 girls over there at least 10 told me that they'll go back and ask uh, t- talk to their parents that they should not marry them all so early and that they want to continue their education wherever they left it or they will seek for a job
1: that's beautiful that's wonderful so i would like to ask you could you just give the inside of ngos like how does it work actually or what is the basic requirements that you need to uh, like you need to have to just join up as a volunteer
0: okay so anyone can join an ngo given that you have something to donate doesn't mean that you are a good below financially i never had money to donate but If you don't have money, then you can donate your time by volunteering over there, by talking to the children or maybe the adults over there, or maybe anyone, uh, depending upon which uh, goal the NGO focuses on. And if you don't have time, then you can donate anything related to knowledge, you can uh, donate them books, you can donate anything. It's like every part of your life can create an impact on their life. And also, you just need a will. To change anyone's mind, if even if you are not a good scholar, even if you are not good in studies, you can just go and talk to them about some life skills because we all have struggled, right? So you can just yes. ask them. You can just counsel them. You can just talk to them.
1: Wow, you have been uh, like an angel in disguise to them. Exactly. So, like, what is that? Like, as you work for multiple NGOs, so uh, you know. Uh, and it started while you were doing your schooling and you were holding the play cards and you did such beautiful gestures to everybody. So, I would like to ask you, what is that experience that you gained from it? What is the satisfaction or what is the thing that you gained from it?
0: What is the thing I gained from it? So, um, the thing I gained from this was uh, when I went to celebrate Christmas with the autistic people. So, a lot of people, First of all, when you volunteer, a lot of your myths come to a fact. Like many people I consider know. autism as a disease, but that owner, she's um, she has won many prizes in this field. She told me a lot about autism that day and they had created little uh, things from the waste items. They had recycled waste and create very beautiful things. So the first thing that you learn from an NGO is that there is a lot of lot of myth revolving around. There is a lot of myths that you only need money to help you only uh, you can't help them because it's a disease or something like that it's nothing like that and what you gain is experience you you start understanding people around you you start living in a real life scenario just think of it as a job where you are not getting paid or no one is scolding you but you are like a team leader or something like that where you are wow. responsible for the experience they gain over there that you are responsible for what they become in the future or you are responsible for some amount of their time and you have the opportunity to change their mindset. That's wonderful, that's wonderful.
1: So, uh, I would like to ask you, how has been your family supported for you like uh, regarding NGOs and working as well as posting your education simultaneously?
0: Yeah, so uh, my family was, um, I, like I don't have a sibling. All I have in my home... You're is, the only one. Yeah, I'm the only one. So all I have is my mother and father. So uh, actually, I learned this from my father itself. He had uh, when I was a child. Uh, we don't we didn't have a, such a great bond because he had schizophrenia. And for those of you then who don't know what schizophrenia is, it's a mental disease where you have hallucinations, and it is a very tough disease to fight. It changes your behavior. It changes your speeches. You are not able to communicate properly or you're not able to show your emotions and sometimes he would just say to it to me like once a year that joe i'm not able to convey my feelings does that doesn't mean i don't love you sometimes he used to say it and when i grew up i understood but uh, he used to work in a factory and uh, it was he used to earn merely around 2500 or 3000 that was very less right so um he used to go and my mother used to fa- pack four chapatis for him. So he used to donate them on the way itself. So this is where yes. I saw I saw it since my childhood. And now that we are on better terms, my dad and I, he has cured himself. Like he's on one tablet now uh, due to his yoga and meditation coming down from 10. So now I talk to him openly about all these things and he feels very proud and he feels very good. And he was totally supportive when I didn't want to uh, go home in summer vacation and stay there in there at I'm
1: really sorry about that uh, for asking you and I know it, it's been a really hard for you and like the adversities you have faced and I'm extremely sorry about that. And uh, I'm really, you know, I'm really glad that you're on the show and the way you, are, you have been proudly sharing your story. It runs in your family, you know, I feel like uh, how to help out people really? and the socializing, social working.
0: Yeah, but you don't need to apologize because this is something that formed me. First, I in my school, I was a really like uh, nervous kid. I used to be ashamed of this thing. But as I grew up, as I knew about mental health and all these things today, like my father and my mother have formed me the way I am they have the, they are the ones who taught me what this thing is and now like most of the parents in India don't consider mental health as a big issue yeah,
1: it's, that's a table issue.
0: My father is, yeah my father is someone that puts mental health first. He is the first to make sure that I'm not doing spending all my time in work and I'm taking rest on all that.
1: Your family has been really supportive and I must say like your family must be really proud of you and I am actually like personally I am really inspired by you and I feel that you have done a very beautiful job and really proud of you.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> this has been a really, literally emotion right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's totally normal once you you should also go to some NGO and when they'll just cling to you and uh, then one day they'll leave and cry holding you then you will be just all you'll be crying all watery oh.
1: so uh, I think like you know those people they molded you and all the experience in your life all the stories that you have, you have been sharing us all while
0: Yes exactly. I thought I'm going to teach them but they taught me a lot of things.
1: Yeah exactly. You know whenever you meet a person you learn something new from them. Like I learned from you how to be so humble. As your father he he gave the two chapatis to dogs even though he even he yeah. even though he had just two chapatis chapatis to eat for himself. That's such a yes, such sorry. a overlap. So uh I would yeah, like good, 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 good. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful so I would like to ask you uh, as you know uh, global citizen, global citizenship and NGOs they all are different things and it all contributes to a part of social work right yes. so what is the thing that you think that after achieving every goals what is that uh, last boundary or the last uh, goal uh, that you think is gonna make the perfect world what would you call it like if all the Plus, problems are solved if all the problems are solved if, if there won't be they won't be needing any uh, help out from anybody everybody would be satisfied by themselves and everybody would be you know con- content with themselves
0: okay so you are saying a world where everyone has education everyone has food and the climate is good and everything is good
1: perfectly yeah
0: yeah so i think then one thing that everyone would be needing is empathy because at that time when everyone has resources everything is going good people will be like i don't need any person right but they need to understand that even if you don't need any other person you need some people to survive right you need to empathize you can't kill depression you can't kill stress you just need to talk and just drowning in yourself in your own ego that i have all the resources i have all the education i have all the food that won't help right even if we have a perfect world what we need is empathy and empathy won't die ever
1: very well said very well said so uh, on, let's uh, on the contrary part as you said that everybody needs somebody to talk to okay at this hmm. point when everybody does not have all the resources and uh, Mm -hmm. they are getting depressed and uh, it's been uh, like a very struggleful part in the journey how can one Mm -hmm. help themselves what would you uh, like say what would be your message be
0: how can one help themselves? Yes. See, when a person doesn't have resources, it is a harsh truth that not many people will be wanting to be friends with you. Yes. Uh, I myself, when people learned that uh, I don't come from a very nice financial background or that my father has some sort of um, struggle, They were reluctant on being friends with me. They were like, she might also flip out someday. But at that point, you have to realize, like I have been in depression too, and that time I had nobody. So what you need to realize is, um, at that day, I just picked uh, up my bag when I was going to Dehradun, and I just left all my medicines at home. I'm not uh, saying anyone to leave the medications, of course, but when you don't have someone, when you don't have the resources, there is only one thing you can have, that is what I had. That is hope. hope yes, and the exactly. first thing that I wrote that I wrote in my wall after curing from depression is hope. And like if you think in your mind that someday nobody helps me, it's okay. But someday I myself will make myself better. Then that's the only thing that keeps you going. Don't keep expectation. Don't expect the good to come. But at least keep hope that you, if you do good, then good will come to you.
1: Definitely, definitely, Jyoti. You have inspired me a lot. You know everything all, all the aspects. So, on the contrary part, like before concluding it, what would you like? What is the what is the message that you would like to send to people out there?
0: To all the people out there listening right now, uh, first of all, congratulations that you are uh, alive, you are having a roof, and you are having someone you love or someone who loves you, and also. Uh, even if you are not having all those things then you have to just hold it in the good days will come they will come definitely and if you are in a good position right now please go and help other people because in coronavirus they need you coronavirus has, is the time where you need your empathy needs to be at the top you can just go donate your Absolutely. money if you don't have money you can donate your time Absolutely. if you don't have time you can just donate anything you have
1: very well jyoti thank you so much for being on our show it was lovely having you and i've learned a lot from you and i hope you achieve everything you desire
0: thank you so much for talking with me and i know the work you all are doing that bringing the youth's voice to be heard to in front of the platform in front of all the people listening right now and i hope more and more people get inspired and come and join you
1: i hope thank you so much thank you so much Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Spread love. uh, Stay safe at home. And as you know, this uh, uh, coronavirus is being dealing with very crucially with everybody. So help out the needy people as much as you can and uh, keep supporting. Thank you so much. Bye bye.